0: Appreciate the time, man. Won't keep you too long, but obviously want to dig into the new album and the tour and get your opinion on a couple of things and look in the rearview mirror a little bit. But, uh, dude, let's start with the album. I mean, there's no way to not talk about the past couple of years. Everyone sitting on the sidelines during the pandemic and not being able to record, not being able to go out and tour. And now we have a new album, "The Wretched and the Ruinous," coming. And I'm kind of curious, man. When did you start working on that? Because "Extinctions" was 2018, so I figure by 2020 you must have started to been thinking about other riffs and ideas and stuff. But you tell me, where were you at with the album when once you got going on it?
1: So there was probably a couple of uh, of ideas and kernels. There was one whole song that was left over from the "Extinctions" <clears throat> demos that I brought back and people in the band acted like it was the first time they had heard it. I was like, (laughs) well, you know, I submitted that for the Extinctions demos, but you guys probably weren't listening. Um, I think, yeah, it was probably right around 2021. Started, you know, getting down to business. It's for me, it's, there's no easy way to do it. All it takes is this time, just sitting in this chair with a guitar and putting your nose to it. Like that's and I had plenty of time so to work out all the bad ideas that come first, <laughs> and then you put you you have to work through those to get to you know something good.
0: <laughs> well, dude, I I just have to say thank you as a metal fan for doing a, a real metalcore record. I feel like every metalcore record now is block walled and it's got all these keyboard parts and all this earworm you, you ear candy that they call it. And when I listen to unearth, it just sounds like four or five guys in a room banging it out in a garage, sweating it out, writing the songs rather than some computer creating the music.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's really the only thing that we know how to do. It's like we kind of <laughs> just we kind of just have one move. And it's this. <laughs>
0: And this is the first time you being the only guitar player on the album. And I was kind of curious, man, does that make it easier? So then all your riffs get in and all your solos get in? Or is it a little bit more trying because uh, you don't have anyone to bounce ideas off or anyone else to come in with riffs? Or does Trevor or any of the other guys bring in riffs?
1: Um, Our producer, Will, he's real good with uh, coming up with, uh, you know, we'll get to a part. And he's like, this one, we can do better here. Ah. And then he helps, either he helps me like work out something or he has something to get to get the, the song moving. So he came in clutch on a lot of parts uh, when we were uh, pre doing pre-pro and recording. Mr. Will Putney we're talking about. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The legend. He's the, uh, the current master of heavy music audio production.
0: <laughs> he really is, man. So did you get to go up to the mansion and record it up there?
1: Yeah, he's got a new he's got a new spot up up in Jersey. It was like really cool, awesome. We were up there in the fall, and it's like kind of on a hill, and you could see like the leaves changing. And he's got like a compound for bands to stay over. It's uh, it's full on over there. It's really it was really nice.
0: Yeah, I talked to him when uh, when the Fit album came out, and uh, just amazing that setup that he's got and the amount of work that that guy does. Like you said, he's like the it guy right now, and still manages to do Fit for an autopsy. And he's got another band on top of that one. I know, he's
1: he can't sit still.
0: <laughs> Either can you guys. Getting ready to go out on the road here and uh, looking forward to the tour coming through our market, Southern California, May 7th at the Parish Room, very next night at the Regent Downtown LA. And we'll get to the special LA part in just a sec, but upon a burning body, uh, along with the, for, for the whole run.
1: Yeah, um, I've always been a fan of that band. I don't know if we've ever done a proper tour with them, maybe some festivals or shows here and there, but... I've always been a fan of theirs and I'm, I'm stoked to just have them out. You know, I think it's such a strong, such a strong bill. It um, can't lose
0: <laughs> night full of riffs, man. Tons of riffs at yeah. night. And then, and then kind of a special, uh, a little a paprika thrown on top to the uh, LA show with bleeding through being added on.
1: Hell yeah. Uh, happy to he, uh, see those guys back.
0: Uh terrified to play after them <laughs>
1: as, as we've always been because they put on a hell of a show.
0: <laughs> and you guys recently uh, were on the same bill. uh I made sure to wear my uh, God forbid shirt that you guys were both on that bill. Uh, what was that back in January when they did those reunion shows, right? That was, um, no, that was a big festival. That was Blue Ridge Rock Fest in oh, Virginia. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah.
1: And we didn't play the same day. We had I was going to actually stay an extra day and like fly home just to see them, but I couldn't make it work. Ah. But I I bet they'll be playing some more shows uh and you know, I'll hopefully you catch them. Yeah, cuz they for for me they've always been a criminally underrated metal band.
0: Agreed. Agreed, man. I hope it's the beginning of, of new things to come with them and, and getting out there again. And, and like we touched upon, Bleeding Through, they've been back for a while now. And now they got a new tune out, which is really cool as well. Yeah, I heard it. It's a banger. Yeah, loving it. I man. mean,
1: I expected nothing less. So,
0: <laughs> Of course. Of course. Dude, you know, talking about the pandemic, one of the other things, I don't know about for you, but for me during that time period, sitting around at home not being able to go to shows obviously musician not being able to play shows but it got me to thinking about live albums again and and then going back and watching live albums and live dvds and everything and it got me thinking about your live album alive from the apocalypse back from 2008 and really cool that you guys did it in in my hood in in the 909 and at the glass house in pomona and kind of wanted to go back in time and See if you had any memories from that show and, and specifically why the glass house or did it just kind of work out that way? Because I figured you would do it in Boston or somewhere in the New England area.
1: I We did it there because it was a really strong market for us at the time. Um, we knew that we could sell the place out and it would look cool on you know film. And uh, it's it just the, the shows there always historically have just gone off.
0: Great, great crowd there in Pomona. We like to throw down, dude, especially 100%. with the heavy. And it, maybe time for a new live album? I mean, it's, it's been a while now. I think we're ready for a new live Unearthed album.
1: I don't know. We haven't really talked about it, but uh, it could be something that I suppose could happen if we
0: need to uh, fulfill a contract or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not something you really look forward to, just kind of one of those things you have to do yeah well, that
1: live 11 from the Apocalypse One, I think we were we were looking forward to doing that like that was something that we wanted to do because it came it came with a like a documentary DVD as well.
0: but now you get another two or three albums that you don't have any live documentation of too. True. I mean, everything's kind of on YouTube if there's
1: like <laughs> you want you want to see a particular song, um it's probably there's probably a live version on there in, in decent quality.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point too. It's Just a whole different world we're living in. I still like the live albums, man. Though. I like the yeah. Old it's school.
1: more it's it's more cohesive and it's like it's edited nice and you got good cool lights and whatnot.
0: Yeah. Dude, uh, uh, as much as we're having fun, I wanted to bring up one kind of sad topic and kind of look back at a, at a fallen uh, uh, hero of all of ours, uh, the late, great Trevor Sternad of the Black Dahlia murder who you toured with, were label mates for a while. Any any stories or memories that come to mind when thinking and remembering the late, great Trevor? Uh, just, I
1: remember the tours that we did do with him. Um, it was a, a nonstop Good time. Just laughing. Uh, one story that comes to mind more recently, we were driving by, we were at a festival in like Mexico City. And they, he Black Dahlia was on a, uh, a golf cart coming one way and we're on a golf cart going the other way. So I, I went my nuts out and was like, hey, check me out. And they, you know, they all got a good laugh at, at <laughs> that. I don't know if that's appropriate for the audience, but it was funny. <laughs>
0: That's one of the things I loved about Trevor, his laugh. He had such an infectious, maniacal laugh, dude. I miss that laugh from
1: him. Yep. One of the greats.
0: Yeah. And good to see that they're keeping the band going and and then, you know, in turn will keep his memory going. They sound great
1: still. And I mean, it's, it's their, uh, you know, top shelf metal band, like historically, I think they'll forever be remembered, you know, like in a, if, In 50 years, people will be wearing their shirts, you know?
0: (laughs) Totally, totally, man. Do you have a favorite uh, 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 Black Dahlia tune we could play for you? Uh, Miasma or uh, Statutory Ape. <laughs> okay, cool. We'll rock one of those for you. And last thing, dude, we're an old school radio station. We still do mandatory Metallica every night at 10 p.m., which you're going to be a Killer. part of. So I'm kind of curious, man. Do you have a uh, Do you remember the first riff, or do you have a favorite Metallica riff, or what comes to mind when you think of Metallica?
1: Uh, when I think of Metallica. I think of when I was a kid. My brother was a little older. And uh, him and I was like long-haired jean jacket wearing buddies would come over and try to play those riffs, <laughs> and that's how I kind of got into it. But uh, Blackened oh, yeah. uh, gets me every time. Orion is a because I I I learned how to play the guitar part in Orion like when I first started playing guitar. What I would do is I recorded the bass onto a boombox and then played the and then on another boombox, I'd play the bass back and I would play one half of the guitar lead, you know, the yeah. and then I would play this, the harmony to that live and be like, wow, this sounds kind of like it, you know,
0: <laughs> old school. I love that play and record and on the cassette at the same time, the multiple. Yeah, boomboxes. and then
1: Another one. Yeah. <laughs>
0: have you had a chance to check out their new album and, and God, they're, they're back on top of the world. I haven't checked it out yet. And I, have I wish
1: I jumped on it before you. I heard any talk of it because it's like you go on the internet and people say this thing or that thing or whatever. It seems that most people are digging it.
0: Yeah, I love it. It's I... cool.
1: Sometimes their 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 past records have been a bit, been a bit polarizing. Mm-hmm. So, but what I'm seeing the general consensus is that people are feeling it. So I got to check it out.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. I think it's their best since the Black album.
1: Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. That's I mean, good stuff.
0: It's solid and and I kind of expected one of those uh nothing else matters or some unforgiven or one of those kind of ballads. No ballads on this one. Just straight bangers the whole way through. So, really looking forward to uh seeing them this summer. And I don't know, dude, you guys did that killer cover of Spirit and Black from Slayer. If you ever would if Unearth ever did a Metallica cover, you know, for charity or something, what do you think it would be?
1: I would love to do a Metallica cover. What it um Creeping death, maybe Oh! off the top of my head. I mean, you'd have to talk to the rest of the people in the band and everyone would have their own pick and it would just be an argument. But
0: <laughs> sure, sure. But uh, creeping death is solid. I mean, that's a staple. Yeah. Die by my. oh, oh That'd be huge sick. pit riff. Yeah. Yeah. And Trevor screaming that. That'd be sick. Man. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much for the time. Buzz. Can't wait to see you on the tour and uh, best of luck with the new album. I'm loving it so far, man.
1: Dude, thanks for having me.
0: Appreciate it. Cheers. Take care. Bye-bye. Dude, you absolutely rock! Thank you so much for checking out the entire interview. Now, just hit subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast, Radioactive Mike Z. My interviews in their entirety available on all the major platforms. Tune in Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, whatever you're listening to right now. Just hit the subscribe button. Make sure to give me a follow on the socials as well. I'll follow you back at Mike Z nine six seven. And bro, don't miss the radio show now. Ten p.m